have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? It's if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. I'm Heather. A rare intro I got. Uh, that was by the Cranberries. Correct. I don't know why I chose to explain it after you said, I think it was just force of habit. Now is the time when Fair. I explain what it is. Fair. Um, why was that in your head? A loud police siren went by and I said, boy, that sounds really lingering. Yeah. Yep. It really was. It was. Yeah, you could hear it down the street. They were probably stuck in Sunset Park traffic. <laughs> yes, that is absolutely true. Guys, my neighbor, it has the worst traffic. It, it's two lanes, but just everybody decides to double park. Everyone thinks everywhere. it's a parking lot. Yeah. it's But it's the road. And that'll happen many places in New York, but it's always... It's egregious in my everywhere neighborhood. Everywhere here, yeah. Every single block will have two or three people doing it in either direction, so you're just constantly weaving. Yeah. It's weird. I hate it. I don't understand that. I hate it. Um, this is not our traffic podcast, though. <laughs> that is true. That is another a different episode. great show. <laughs> you should subscribe. Yep. Uh, it's called Talking Traffic with Heather and Ramsey. It's, uh, we've been doing it for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we don't need you. No. <laughs> have our loyal fans yeah. over there. Um, they're all city planners. Uh, and they hate punk and emo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ramsey. <laughs> Heather. Summer's over. Mm, yeah, true. It is the end of August. And I got my first suntan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know how I feel about the fall. I do. I'm as basic as they come about fall. I don't know if that's true. Oh, yeah, baby. Wait, is it, are you saying it's basic to like the fall? Oh, and all the things that come with it. Pumpkins. Yep. Love them. Pumpkin flavored things. Yep. Love it. Apple picking. Love it. Scarves. Love it. Gilmore Girls, love it. Wow. Sweaters, love it. Yeah. Leaves, everything about them, love it. Halloween, love it. Okay, I there were more basic things to fall than I realized. Yeah. I, I had pumpkin spice on my bingo love card. Love it. On my bingo card? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I just turned into checklist. a tweet from yeah. 2022. <laughs> um, I don't think leaves count as being basic. Yeah, yeah, or fine. pumpkins. I was just naming fall things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like those are in the... They just happen. Th- those happen in the fall, and uh-huh. they are ubiquitous during yeah. the fall. Um, okay, but you have convinced me, yes. Yeah, I, and uh, proudly. The apple picking and the scarves are what got me over the over the line for you. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love summer more now than I did historically because I became a beach person mm-hmm. uh, and a boat person, notably this summer. Uh, <laughs> yes, Heather won the lottery. It is now so many boats. There's a summer. fleet of boats that are... <laughs> None, none of my own. Um, uh, Do you I, have a boat name? If I got a boat, yeah. Mm, no, I don't either. Top of mind, but it did feel like something you might have ready. Hmm. I feel like it would be funny to just name a boat like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, I do think that is funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know the, why that was the first one that came to my brain, but I think you went Titanic. Maybe I don't, subconsciously? I, 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 maybe, yeah, deep subconscious, because Titanic never popped into my brain. I think it would be funny to have one of those... Maybe it's because Leonardo DiCaprio loves to be on a yacht. Go on. Oh, I didn't know that about him. Also loves love to be on a yacht. Who the fuck doesn't love to yeah, be on I a mean, yacht? Yeah, I mean, if you got the money, why not? Heck yeah. Um, I like whenever they are super passive-aggressive about having been divorced. Oh, I, yeah. I can't think of a good example, but like... Like, my alimony. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe I'd go that route, ironically. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what if? But what if it became a self-fulfilling prophecy? Hmm. Well, at least I got my boat. Yeah, fair enough. But so the album we're doing today is to prep everyone 
I'm sorry that summer's over, but that's how seasons work. Um, just it get, wasn't our decision. Just to get you in the mood for fall and winter. We always, we do a lot of these these starter kits. This isn't even a starter kit. It's a whole ass album. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That I just wanted to do. <laughs> All right. I do have to ask this in advance. Is uh-huh. it Evermore? No. Okay. Then we may proceed. I'm too scared to do a whole Taylor Swift album. <laughs> oh, it's yes. copyright. I thought I thought you meant like the Swifties would come after you. <laughs> but yeah, copyright Even is scary. Even though I am a Swiftie, <laughs> they'd still come for yeah, you. They're a self-hating group they online. Their own. Yeah. Fuck yeah, they, they do. Step out of line. Okay. This person did do a song with Taylor Swift, though. Oh. But that's half the people that Yeah, that's not a clue. Yeah. Could be Phoebe Bridgers. Could be Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. No, it couldn't because Heather picked it. Correct. Uh, could be the national guy. Correct. Could be Jack Antonov. Correct. Could be... Keep going. Can Taylor you Lautner. Album. Not Taylor Lautner. Uh, it's not either of the Taylors Lautner. Could be... I think it might be out. Okay. Well, it's Bon Iver. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Justin Vernon has done two songs with Taylor Swift. Um, the end. That's not. This isn't about those. Uh, what are the two? Just for my... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, one's on Evermore and one's on Folkmore. Folkmore. <laughs> I like it. Folklore. Folkmore. Uh, That's the sequel. It is called Exile, which I like that one. I don't like the other one. Uh, the one on Folklore I like because it's kind of... um. Fuck, what's it called? It's like call, not call and response, but mm. like they're just singing two different parts. Okay. Okay. Uh, duet kind of thing well yeah but they're like over top of each other but they're in response to what the other person's saying it's a cool song i'm thinking i don't know why this was the reference that came to mind but uh that pink and guy from fun song (laughs) just give me a reason (laughs) yeah uh oh the song on evermore is called evermore oh the title song (laughs) wow it's not my favorite though um yeah i don't think i've heard either of those uh yeah i haven't played it for you they're sad ones um so no, what we're doing today is my favorite Bon Iver album for Emma forever ago. I always just say for Emma. And so I forgot what the second half was and I couldn't that is, see it. That is a tricky title. It feels like <laughs> it was. For Emma, comma, forever ago. Okay. So off the bat, I do not know the answer to this. What is your familiarity with Bon Iver? kind of a vibe more okay. than anything else okay. i know i think i could pick out his voice sure he does have a very distinctive voice and i know like acoustic-y slow i think i would say okay. <sighs> who did i don't feel like this is them but there is a chance did they do skinny love yeah okay i'm more familiar with birdie's cover of it oh, that's funny <laughs> um, but i do know that song I think that might be it for me, though. Okay, great. So you don't know, like, the lore around this album and how it came to be? I don't even... I have no idea who Emma is. I don't know who the fuck Emma is either, but... um, There's more lore than that. I don't know who Emma is. Um, Emma Stone. (laughs) Taylor Swift just wrote a song about Emma Stone. (laughs) About Emma Stone? Yeah, they're friends. Okay. Um, Okay, no. So, Justin Vernon was, like, he was in, like, a... He had moved to, he's from Wisconsin. Okay. He moved to Raleigh, North Carolina with his band. They weren't big. The band broke up. His girlfriend broke up with him. He moved back to his father's cabin in Wisconsin in the woods in the winter. Okay. We love it already. What We just love it. Can I pause for a quick question? Go ahead. Is Boney Vare? It's not his name. 
I know that, but is it, <laughs> is it, as a band, is it just him? Okay, that's a good question. So he, Justin Vernon, that's when I, when I say he, I mean Justin Vernon. Justin Vernon wrote this album totally alone, played all the instruments, did everything by himself. Oh, okay. Um, in that cabin. Um, <laughs> but he tours with other people, and there are like other members okay. of Boney Bear now. That was in air quotes for our podcast listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there are, there are other people now okay uh so he's in a cabin he's in a cabin he didn't go there to write an album but then he got dumped (laughs) no things happened he got dumped before he went to the cabin oh is it because he went to the cabin no that's why he went to the cabin band broke up girlfriend dumped him sorry i got no job our pets heads are falling off i'm going to my dad's cabin in the woods what it was a quote from dumb and dumber (laughs) (laughs) uh not not one that i know backwards and forwards I've seen it, but I cannot quote it to you. I don't remember the pet's heads falling off. It's are they stuffed? Is that what it is? No, Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> pets heads. I can't believe I've never said that to you before. I say our pets heads are falling off all wow, the time. I'm... We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets heads are falling off. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> I don't got it. It's really good. I I haven't rewatched that since high school. Oh, I. Pets heads are falling off. <laughs> That's good. Okay. It's okay. So good. <laughs> All right. Let's throw I think it on the, the pet was dead. I see. So yeah. We're gonna have to throw that in the rewatch pile. Yeah. Our pets' heads are falling off. I say it all the time. <laughs> I maybe I just thought you're insane. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. It is funny because I don't even know the last time I I think I've seen Dumb and Dumber once, but that line Whoa. just really stuck with me. Wow. I'm impressed. Anyways. Um All right. He got dumped. He's living in a cabin. His pet's heads are falling off. He went to this cabin. <laughs> he brought a guitar. Yeah. So he had just finished recording with some other band. And so he did just have some music equipment around. And he just kind of started playing around and recording something not with the intention of ever hmm. releasing this as a thing. Oh, he also had mono during all this. Oh, I forgot that part. The kissing disease. <laughs> yeah. And then the person broke up with him. Wow. That's rude. Uh, Yeah. So... He stayed in this freaking cabin and wrote this album entirely. Uh, and it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. Uh, is Skinny Love on this one? Yep. Okay. Uh, is, do we know, is the rest of the band stable? Like, is it, or is it just whoever he oh, needs? that I don't know. Let's see. Um, it looks like it's pretty consistent. They also took a hiatus. Um, mm. So I don't know. I don't really know how the band element works like in the other like releases other than this one, since this one was obviously like kind of a, a bottle episode, if you will. I see. Yes. I don't, I don't know how the recording went for the other albums. If it was like a more traditional process with bands. Cause I don't really listen to those albums. Right. People love them. I just said like this album really did it for me. And then I fell off. <laughs> was this, so was this where you first learned of first album, baby? Oh, this is the first Bon Iver album? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was it for you? In and out. Okay. Uh, I like Justin Vernon, and I have heard other things, but I, I don't think I've sat down and listened to other albums. Did you, uh, have you seen this band live? Ooh, no. Okay. I don't think I have. No, I don't think so. Unless it was at a festival, but I don't think so. Okay. 
I did Google this and have the answer up, but I okay. haven't read it yet. Do you know what boni ver means? It's made up, but it's from uh, it's a play off of a French word. But he it came from Northern Exposure, the TV show that he was watching. Wow, Heather got it exactly right. I read it earlier. <laughs> did you also click the people also ask how did boni ver get his name? <laughs> no, I just read Wikipedia. Well done. Because he was watching a bunch of Wikipedia when he had mono. He. <laughs> Or he, not Wikipedia, sorry, Northern Exposure. <laughs> I, I was able to piece it together. Yeah, he was watching a bunch of Northern Exposure when he had mono. And they all came out and were saying, bon, I, I'm not going to say it, oh, they were saying the French phrase. And he... Got it. Good winter. Yeah, and means. he spelled it wrong. Aha. But then he looked it up, but he didn't like... When he did learn the real spelling, he didn't like it. It looks like bon hive. Hiver, Yeah. yeah. I had a friend in elementary school who was obsessed with Northern Exposure. Never seen it. It's, I think, funny, <laughs> but like a drama. Okay. But it's a weird thing for a child to get really into, I think. Kids are weird. Uh, but yeah, he wanted to learn all about Canada and Mounties as a result of it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I think he had like, if, if Ed were a murder mystery show. Okay. I think that's the vibe. Okay, I like that. Do you know Justin Vernon's full name? Because that also came up when I Googled. No. Uh, we've got Justin on the left end, and we've got Vernon on the right yep. end. In the middle, we've got... Uh, sorry, I just looked. The Yarmond Edison. Oh, okay. Those are fun names. That is a fun name. He's from... I don't know how to pronounce this. Euclair, hmm. Wisconsin. Oh. Clear water. That translates to oh. in French. Okay okay yeah a lot of french influence here apparently. apparently i don't know if that's a wisconsin thing somehow i don't think so but maybe i don't know gotta watch more fargo french canada canada's in the other side yeah right <laughs> they're just in regular canada <laughs> english canada yeah um the end um do i have any other oh the band he was in that was bro- that broke up was called de Yarmond edison oh his middle name cool cool it's a good band name this is a good band name it's yeah the justin is the least interesting part of his name yeah well you know sorry it's just a fact there's a lot of justin yeah. in the world yeah i say this as a ramsey i don't God. mean to wait can we tell them what happened when we went to the savannah banana games yes okay not a whole recap. Yeah. But basically, there's this one part where they were having fan participation on the field. And so they had brought these four guys down to do... I don't even remember what they do be, because I blacked out at, they, after the intro because I just fully lost my mind. Similarly, they blacked out, by which I mean they had to put on blindfolds. Oh, okay. And uh, I think tag each other. I think they had to find each other on the field. Yeah, something. So they're like introducing the game. I and think it's important you note, say... we were on Staten Where Island. we were, Yes. We went to see the Savannah Bananas on Staten Island um, playing the fairy dogs. <laughs> fairy hawks. hawks. <laughs> Staten Island fairy hawks. <laughs> fairy dogs. Anyways. <laughs> I like fairy dogs, actually. I do, too. Um, so, yeah, four crowd members four from Staten crowd Island. Members. They introduced them. <laughs> Their names are Giovanni and Mike and Mike and Mike. <laughs> It was easy for the MC because he just had to remember which one was Giovanni. Oh my God. And Giovanni won because everyone just only remembered Giovanni. Yep. Yeah, they did the classic applause meter. Yeah. All right, who wants Mike? Who wants Mike? Who wants Mike? Who wants Giovanni? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. By the fourth Mike, I had died and it was left my body. Wonderful. 
Also, one of them was in a Wu Tang shirt to make it even more Staten Island. Yeah, the full, the full oh, thing. It was beautiful. <laughs> I texted so many people that that happened. Mike and Mike and Mike. <laughs> so good. It's wonderful. So good. I'm glad you remembered to share that. Uh, show me the album art. Okay. <laughs> I will. Oh wait, hold. Oh, hold. Heather has removed the headphones. She's going to her record collection. She does not alphabetize. Oh, she says she does. I'm holding the record. It's going to be bigger than my Google image search. Yeah. I I bought this at that record store by your house, just so you know. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, okay. The, the Fs are really throwing me off. They look like Js. They do look like Js. John, Emma, Jorever ago. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at a snowy uh, bunch of trees. I th- you think it's like ice on the window. Oh, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, because it did. It's through a window looking out at trees, but the window is iced up. Yes. So this is probably in the cabin, right? Don't know. Feels like I it assume. should be. It doesn't look that snowy outside now that I know what's going on. It looks icy. Just icy. And then it continues on the back. Oh, real icy on the back. Yeah. I got my greasy fingers all over the black part, so you're stuck with my fingerprints now. That's okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Ooh, I looked at the track listing. I don't want to get that ahead of time. That's quite all right. Um, It'll wipe off. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I like the album art. It's evocative of the recording. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This is the second release of this album because he released it independently first. Oh, I see. Do you know which label released this one? I do. Jag Jaguar. What'd you call me? <laughs> Called you Jag Jaguar. <laughs> cool. Um. Yes. I. Yes. That's who. I'm not familiar with that label. No. Nor am I. They're from Bloomington, Indiana. Fourteen ninety nine. Second Street. <laughs> that's all. Uh, this is a very Midwest operation. This yeah. Bony Bear. I'm not sure I associated that with the sound that I knew. I think I had more of a like East Coast or West Coast mm-hmm. feel to them. Nope, they're in the middle of the woods. Okay. Um, I don't think I have any further questions. Okay. I think I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> Great. Is that a clock? No, it's a freaking oh, guitar. He's, he's strumming it. <laughs> Let me know if I do it too loud. No, it's fine. Um... Don't you just like want to put be putting on a sweater and having some tea? I do. <laughs> In your slippers? Yeah. I like the... I forgot about the Bon Iver vocal quality. Yeah. yeah. Like the layering and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. It is also weird that I just saw a picture of him for the first time as I was Googling his name. This is not what I thought he looked like. No. <laughs> He, I've seen him multiple times and never do I remember what he looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen an image of the guy from Rusted Root, but I think they well, look I have similar. I no idea what that guy looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both Googling it. No, I was Googling something else. Well, I gotta see Rusted Root guy. Yeah. Isn't this beautiful? This is very pretty. Okay, Rusted Root guy looks like what I thought Bony Bear looked like. I can stand by that. Googling. You can choose anyone in the band. Oh, yeah, I agree. Big hat. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so there was some interesting stuff that I found out when I was researching earlier that I thought you specifically, Ramsey, would find interesting. Ooh. Um, and it wasn't the northern exposure part. I did find um, that interesting. Okay, hold on. Let me find it. So you are someone who has recorded music and you know how it is done. Mm-hmm. But so that's why I thought this process was so crazy. Uh, because of the vocals here, I was trying to already figure that yeah. out. Yeah. So he played all the instruments during recording, which I already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and each song was like, he spent a lot of time editing with a large number of overdubs. Sure. It says, um, this is the part I found really crazy. He wrote the lyrics for the album by recording a wordless melody and listening to the recording over and over oh. while writing words according to the sound of the syllables of the melody. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's actually what Sondheim did for it's, a lot of his songs. It's really cool. That's a cool way to do it. Yeah. I can't figure out what that sort of rattly noise is. It sounds like a loose guitar string. So he... Okay, well, sorry, this quote is just funny to me. I left North Carolina and went up there because I didn't know where else to go, and I knew I wanted to be alone, and I knew I wanted to be where it was cold. Hmm. Um, so he had a very light setup. This is a quote. A basic small recording setup, a Shure SM57, and an old silver tone guitar. I had my brother drop off his old drums, some other things, and things I would find or make lying around. Hmm. Crazy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, real inside baseball question here. Okay. Do we know whose cabin it was? His dad's. You did say that. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. The lore around this album is real. <laughs> because the other thing, too, is... So, like I said, he self-released this. And they... You know, he did send it out to a few labels. And I don't remember the exact order, but basically, whatever, this label did like it and picked it up he well he was originally not planning okay sorry this let me back up i learned a lot of fun facts yeah. today, actually i did this while i was at the laundromat um he self or he Is recorded it yep wow that sounded like a sample oh i don't know i guess it could be um he recorded it and he wasn't planning on releasing it he wanted to send that to oh. labels but then he got such positive feedback from it that he was like okay and re- self-released it the feedback I guess was from other people not yeah. the labels yeah like his friends and stuff um can you imagine this being your demos wow <laughs> yeah what? I know that's crazy um crazy you think your demos are a perfect album <laughs> um but so okay so then he self-released it and then the label this label heard him and signed him or whatever and they had like a at some point in there there was a CD release show cause he had never played out Oh, wow. Like, for this album. Right. And so, in that whole promo cycle, they started sending albums out to blogs. Because it was mm. 2007, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is 2007. Let me double check my math. Yes. I don't... I, or it was recorded in late 2006 to early 2007, and wow. it was... Yeah, released July 2007. For some reason, I thought this was, like, five years later. No, his second album came out in 2009. Hmm. Oh, I have listened to that album. I lied. Now that I saw the title, I have listened to that. Um, How many are there? Oh, good question. And what's this one called? This one is... So the first one was Flume, and this one is Lump Sum. Flume like a log? The thing you open on a fireplace, I assume? Okay, yeah, same. Uh, four albums. 
Um, Thank you. Thank you for Googling that for me. Wait, hold on. I'm confused. Oh, the one I was saying that I did listen to was an EP. Oh. I understand. Okay. I like um, this one. I love this one. Um, but anyways, so they sent it out to a bunch of blogs because it was 2007. Sure. They still existed. And that is how this album blew up. Wow. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, blogs started posting about it. And Skinny Love was the breakout song for sure. Right. Um, how did that... Top 40? How, how well oh, did that question? Do? I'll check. Um, I was looking. Pitchfork gave it an 8.1. Wow. Out of the gate. Yeah. That's crazy. Reviewed October 4th, 2007. Good job, Jack. 8.1. Crazy. Yeah. That review was also like very, uh, what's the word I want? Influential? Yes. Yeah, like that was the one you needed to get on your side. Exactly. Especially in 2007. That's why um, we have Arcade Fire, Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Dang, mad accolades. Um, let's see. <laughs> that That's a good band name. Mad accolades? Yeah. That's true. Um, it was just a really long section on Wikipedia. <laughs> um... Commercial performance. Here we go. Um, it reached 182 on the Billboard 200. Okay. Um, I know this one. Yeah. Um, I think I downloaded this at some point, but not the album, just this song. Pitchfork told you to. Yep. I do what they say. Yep. Oh, I wonder if it was one of their 100 best, because that's how I, I did download packs of those. Um, well, let me go back to the accolades. Um, or Stereo Gum did it. Mojo, top 50 albums of 2008. NME, 50 albums of 2008. Okay, Paste, Signs of Life, 2008, Best Music, Pitchfork, top 50 albums of mm-hmm. 2007. Um, Spin, top 40 albums. Rough Trade, top 50 albums. That's a lot. Pitchfork, top 200 albums of the 2000s. Wow. Um, NME, Top 100 Greatest Albums of the Decade, Rolling Stone, 100 Best Albums of the 2000s, 500 Greatest Albums of All Time, Rolling Stone. Wow. People love this album. Yeah, clearly. This is the first song I heard, certainly. It is funny, because this song... Funny is not the right word. This song is the first song I heard, and I was obsessed. Sure. Obsessed. Like, but played it on a loop? it's not even my favorite on the album. Oh, Wow. I like it, but it's not my favorite. When you hear a song that you are obsessed with, what what is the rotation? What then happens? I listen to it on repeat until I don't like it anymore. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I have the same process. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to I see. I burn if that myself was... out on it, and then I come back to it eventually. Yep, you forget about it. Yep, and then, and then I come back, and I still love it. But mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, I will burn myself out on a song when I get obsessed. Would you, as a kid? Uh, burned CDs Obviously With one song on it Oh heck yeah Okay yeah. Or multiple times Oh sure <laughs> I, ne- I never did that one Yeah Cause I could just Repeat let forever it Yeah Yep Yep Uh I've never really Thought about what this song means I don't really know Let's look I, I believe it's about I, I just heard a reference to Like summer love 
or something coming in and taking the place. I mean, skinny love, just from the title. I am assuming that is love that's being starved. But anyways, mm. okay, let's see. I always interpreted it as the other person that he is thinking about is skinny. <laughs> no. Here he's yelling about yelling at love, the personification of love. It's a song about a failed relationship and regret that stems from that. The term skinny love has two separate meanings. It can refer to a situation where two people love each other but are too shy to admit or show it. Oh. Or it can also refer to an existing relationship in which there is no love or emotional fulfillment. I think that's more the uh. vibe I was going. But only a codependent need for affirmation. In mm. this case, it's the latter. Okay. Woof. I wonder if uh, the person who dumped him has heard this album. Say it again. I wonder if the person who dumped him. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. Burned. Can we, <laughs> can we get them on the show? Yeah. Let's let's book them. Yeah. It's a good song. I haven't listened to this in a long time. This song is the one on the album that I don't mean this really, but like that sounds the most of its era to me. Like it, like. It feels a little more like, um, oh God, sorry, the song just went out of my brain. Uh, like the, home, we are home. Oh, yeah. You know, like that that type of song. So, something home, shakes. Uh, Edward Sharp. Oh, not what I was doing. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this was coming out around the peak of Mumford. Yeah. And yeah, where yeah, I yeah. was just like, yeah, I like this song, but I don't need more of I it. I agree. And that song is the one that sounds the most like that mm-hmm. on this album to me. The rest don't really fall into that. Towards like in the last 30 seconds, there's a moment where you can kind of hear him away from the mic. Yeah. Woo. Oh yeah. And so oh, yeah. I, I'm picturing a, a band of bearded guys yeah. jamming together. Well, and you did learn he is a bearded man now, yep. but just he, he is that band and now I like it more. Yes. Yeah. It is crazy to think like this is just one person. Mm-hmm. This one is called the wolves act one and two. Oh, Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes it sound like we're only getting two-thirds of the story. There has to be three acts? No. Okay. But that's just the tradition. Does the album have anything un- else in it? Yep. Pic- Ooh. Is that a picture sleeve? In here. Oh, you got lyrics? You got a digital download code? Thank you for your purchase. A promotional card to download the album. I'm okay. I have Spotify. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> I love that that same Oh, it is Jag Jaguar. Yeah. I I thought you just stumbled on the word. No, it is that. It's I now I'm seeing it written down. It's Jag Jaguar. I am dumb. I'm not that dumb. I, no, I didn't think that was dumb. I thought you just We're I, doing a bit. I trip up on words all the time. Mhm. I think I said the word is twice at the end of a sentence <laughs> earlier in this episode. They also put a U in the Jaguar. Jaguar. Yeah. So th- this has to be like where part of the lore came from. Recorded by Justin Vernon in a hunting cabin, Northwest Wisconsin, November, December, January, 2006, hmm. 2007. Like, that's we, sick. Yeah. <laughs> Something about the word hunting makes it cooler. Yeah, I agree. Like you're it using it you for different, mu- music? Like, yeah, it gives you like a different, um, it makes it more rustic in mm-hmm, my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to record an album there. Yeah. 
I like that the this is a level of detail that we don't usually get into on our show. What? I like that the download code sheet ends with long live physical media. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I stepped on your foot. My sunburned toe. Yeah. This one, I'm disappointed to learn <laughs> we'll have an act two because I am not enjoying act one. Well, the good news for you, it's two acts in five minutes so that don't is, you worry that is better news this whole album is 37 minutes oh wow also the, oh no the second act is good okay okay <laughs> yeah there, i did run that risk yeah i got distracted reading these liner notes are they lyrics or are they it's lyrics and then liner notes oh interesting yeah that's all do you have this is a very specific question because I listened to a documentary or watched a documentary about the Kings of Convenience recording their latest okay. album uh, and one of the guys in there is a like crazy perf- not crazy but a perfectionist yes and because of the nature of their songwriting it's two guys yeah. are you familiar Mm-mm. okay it's very kind of quiet acoustic songs but they do sort of a yeah. close harmony so they basically record everything live cool. two guitars two voices um but one of the guys hates the sound of fingers squeaking on the neck i love it i that was what i was gonna ask i, I love it i understood why he yeah. didn't want that when it's such a like it's so yeah. quiet um, yeah, it, it works here. Yeah, when there's so many layers. It's so funny. I was actually earlier today listening to um, Krista Makes from Less Than Jake has a podcast where he has songwriters on to like break down their recording process for that song, and he had Andrew Dost on from Fun, and they were doing um, uh, their big song. Sorry, it the name is not coming to me right now. Uh, we are young. Yes, doing breaking down. We are young. And they were talking about there's a specific moment in it where you can hear Nate breathe. Mm. And they were talking about how um, Chris was saying how when he hears his own voice, he removes it. But he liked it in this oh, case, which, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's yeah. that's a it's such a personal thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I tend to really like those little I mean, maybe not all the time, but this album feels so personal right. that I feel like having those like very like you can hear the person yes if that makes sense yeah Yeah. it it feels like you're like you're there yeah 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 Yeah. anyways that was the second half where it's like that build and i really like that part that and that's the type of insight that you can only really get from somebody who also produces and writes music yeah so that's a really cool little yeah i thought it was really cool um, yeah, that's a really good podcast. Honestly, people who listen to our show, I think would really like it. Cause it's a lot of, um, musicians from like the punk and emo scene, obviously. Cause what was the less name? than Jake? Krista makes a podcast. Oh <laughs> yeah. Good name. It is a good name. Cause his last name is Demakes. Oh, it's even better. Yeah. name. Uh, this one is called blindsided. Oh, that was act one and two. That was both acts. Oh, done. Told you easy act, breezy. Act two didn't do much for me either. I liked act two. <laughs> Have we done the hold steady? Mm-mm. Uh, I don't often listen to Jesse Thorne, mm-hmm. but 
I happened to last night. It was on mm-hmm. the radio, mm-hmm. and uh, they had the guy from the Hold Study on mm-hmm. talking about a song that had a big changed impact. his life. Yep. Yeah, it's the segment they do. Yeah, I enjoyed that segment, and I enjoyed hearing him talk about it. Yeah, I did not actually listen to that, uh, but I did see it pop up in my feed. But I don't listen to the Hold Study, so I didn't care. Okay. <laughs> what song changed his life? Uh, Slip Sliding Away by Paul Simon. Oh, okay. Uh, based on the clip of the Hold Study they played beforehand, I was surprised by the choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he did a good job breaking it down. Okay. That's, yeah, it's worth a listen, even if you don't care about yeah, the whole I, study. I um, Like me. I like those segments in general, though, especially when it's an artist that I that I like. Also, they're short, like 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, it was on the Johnny Knoxville episode. Oh, see, I subscribe to the podcast, so I get them as separate oh, episodes. Separate. I see. That Johnny Knoxville episode was good, though. This was this was a segment as <laughs> uh-huh. on part of the radio show. Got it. Oh, I didn't know. Th- I didn't realize that. That's cool. Yep. Oh yeah, I had no idea because I just yeah, that's funny because I've never listened to it on the radio. I like that they release them separately. That makes more sense. Totally. To pick and choose. Better for SEO too. Yes. <laughs> makes sense. This is nice. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't feel like are we at the end of side A with this? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. I can officially tell you. Oh, beginning of side two. Okay. Side B. Like I think we're start we're approaching this feeling a little samey, but it's one guy, so I give him a little bit of leeway <laughs> too. Yeah. But that wolf one was different, even though it didn't work as much for me, I will say. That's a good at um I highly doubt that people are thinking in these terms now, but that is a good uh, end of side one song. Uh, It like builds to a thing. Yep. As somebody who buys a fair amount of vinyl Mm -hmm. records, I don't like this current trend of uh, releasing albums that were once on one disc as two discs. First of all, unwieldy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have a finite amount of shelf space. Unwieldy. And, and you've now made it thicker. And they, I may have to remove two to get this one on the Ugh, shelf. I know. I think... I haven't listened to this album in a long time, for mm-hmm. the record. But um, I think my favorite song is Restacks, which is the last song. Okay. We'll see after a re-listen. Was that... Restacked. Re, like as in reply. Oh. With the. Yep. The colon. The colon, thank you. Have to put two <laughs> fingers in the sky <laughs> to illustrate. Uh, I think that's my favorite one. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm working out how I feel about his falsetto harmony. Because it's on a lot of this album. Yes. I did like it on Skinny Love because that's where I know it from. But it's so funny to me is I've obviously listened to this album so much and his the first song he did with Taylor Swift, he's in slow register. Oh. And I found it so jarring. Interesting. And it took me a while for my ear to like warm up to it. I hated that song at first. Interesting. Um, was it knowing yeah. it was him that did it? Like if you just thought it was some mm, voice. No, I think, I think it was also just the di- the juxtaposition of their two voices. Okay, but yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's an interesting first impression of that. I song. hated it. 
Are we talking like, around. is it national guy low? Uh, it's pretty low. Okay. I'll play for you a little bit after. All right. Then she does have a song with the guy from the national too. I did know that. Uh-huh. I think that was why that was my benchmark yeah, yeah, for yeah. a low voice. Well, and Aaron Dessner from the national has been a producer and worked on her last three albums, I think. And he's and- not the singing guy. Nope. Correct. Okay. Um, he's one of the brothers. And then... Uh, Ooh, that's nice. Also, Aaron Dessner has a band with Bon Iver, Justin oh. Vernon, hmm. called Big Red Machine. I don't like that name. All comes full circle. The only time I want to hear a Big Red Machine is when I'm at the Wrigley factory. <laughs> Big Red, I haven't had that in a long time. I feel like it might be a little spicy for me these days. I, yeah, I, I never <laughs> much. I don't want a cinnamon it's not Mentos refreshing. or Alt- Altoid. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, no. Keep that out of my snacks unless it's a churro yeah yeah what makes that so different why is that so spicy is it just the concentration of cinnamon yes hmm. or the addition of sugar on a churro i don't know interesting i want to make a spicy churro now <laughs> it's definitely been done yeah true uh this one's called creature fear creature fear creature fear i like it Sounds like the name of two horror movies from 1984. <laughs> Creatures on Fear Street. That'd be Whoa. one scary movie from the 90s. Or a book. book. From the master of terror, R.L. Stein. <laughs> master of terror. Ooh. Yeah, we're... It's weird. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. How I feel like you can you can pick out when something's not a hit so early on. So I will say, like, based on streams. Oh, no, this one picks up and is great. Okay. I'm, I'm hitting my, my fatigue level. This one's starting to wear at me. Okay. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Y- you heard yes. me. Aaron. Like you knew I was gonna say that. Yeah. Wow, I'm looking at the waveform. It got way quiet and way loud. Yeah. He lulled you in. He did. Yeah. This right now kind of sounds like a uh, bright eye song. For me, very specific reference that has definitely been brought up on the show before. Solo Ben Gibbard, mm. the homie P. Yeah, yeah, yeah reminiscent of that to me it's a great time yeah these are t- this and the next one are two of the least played songs on the album but like i really love the chorus on this song the verses don't do it for me to be right. honest yeah i don't dislike it have uh has he have boni Ver? i don't know what to call it, like what i know it's hard yeah have they been successful in future albums yeah. or um yes let me look um i was reading about that earlier because i had no idea um so the album after this <laughs> went to number wait are these charts i'm so oh yeah peak chart position the album after this went to two in america wow. and the one after that is there a single on there that i would know let me look. I don't, because I don't feel like, oh, yeah, this cover. Sorry, I just saw the cover of it, and it, like, opened up a part of my brain I haven't uh, accessed since 2011, apparently. Is this the, like, painting? 
Oh yeah. Oh my god, I did listen to this album. Hmm. Uh, it did have a single. I don't think you would know it. Okay. Interesting that in the second paragraph for that album, for the self-titled Bony Bear, yeah. it mentions that it debuted at number one in Norway and <laughs> uh, on the Danish charts. Feels Bony Bear feels a little Norwegian to it me. It does. It does. <laughs> Ooh, electric. Yeah, I like this sound here. This one is. Oh my god, I didn't even notice we switched songs. This oh. is track seven, Team. Oh, is this? I don't think this song has words. I think it's an interlude. I was thinking of the Lord song, Team. And to be fair, I don't know that I ever knew this was its own song. I oh, think I just thought this was the end of Creature I Fear. I, I could see where this would well, cause hurt it the... completely transitioned. Yep. And the next song is the titular track for hmm. Emma. What was the second half of the album title? Forever Ago. Forever Ago. Which, as a title, I don't know what it means, but I love it. It feels evocative of something. It does? I don't know what. And to me, that album title sounds so much like a Counting Crows album title. <laughs> Let's see if he thanks anyone named Emma in the liner notes. And I want to know more about Jag Jaguar. I don't know anything about Jag Jaguar. I, I don't like this. I don't mind it. This is entirely skippable. Oh, they they release uh, Sharon Van Etten. Mm. Oops. That was the liner notes on the microphone. <laughs> uh, Dinosaur Jr. Mm-hmm. And uh, o- Ockerville River. Ockerville River. Ockerville. Yeah. Those are the ones that I've heard of. Okay. This is the. This fi- is for Emma. This is the final track. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Penultimate. Sorry. Ooh, slidey. Yeah. This song is great. you feel about this kind of like this isn't really emo but like this I'm using emo as in the literal term emotional like slow sad music it depends this this I like this song in particular I like yeah Um, but it's also the first in a major key in a while on this album this song is really good though Mm -hmm. um he, I, I feel like we had uh, we had Kevin Hines on yep. recently, and he talked about trying to find space to listen to music and yep. podcasts crowding that out. Totally, this is a type of music that I have to make space for. Sure, if I, but I do like hearing it when I do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so much of my music consumption is either like stuff I know inside and out, mm-hmm. and so I can like put it on in the background, or it's instrumental, so it can be on in the background. Or yeah. it's somebody's discography I'm actively yes, listening to. Yes, totally. I love this song. This is nice. Are those? I think that's a French horn, but I can't tell for sure. Forever. 
Yeah, this might be my favorite so far. It's one of my favorites for sure. the first appearance of drums as well couldn't tell you that drum kid his brother dropped off they're gone now that might just be Could a trumpet be a... oh can't tell what happened <laughs> it did sound like we broke something the trumpet drowning oh man imagine being aaron's brother the, i drove that fucking drum kit down <laughs> dad's cabin you used it on one song <laughs> schlepped it all the way here oh in the snow God. it's not easy try not to get your mono <laughs> i think we get a little horn section oh, this is a rare song that other people are on playing yeah, the horns makes sense i wonder if that was on the label the version that he sent out to i don't the know labels. I will say Jack Jaguar has released all of their albums. I'm sorry for getting so fixated cool. on Jack Jaguar. Jack Jaguar. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good name. Do you know if their latest album is pronounced I-I or 1-1? One, one? Don't know. This is the last song. The ultimate song. And I think it's my favorite, but I don't, I don't know. What's it called? Re-Stacks. You said that. Sorry. That's okay. Feels like a closer. It does feel like a closer. As did most of the songs on this album. (laughs) That's why I said it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of when you hear the word stacks? Library. Mm Mm-hmm. It's because we went to school during a time of physical media. That's true. <laughs> I think that was a famous record label too, but I think it was spelled oh, with an X. Does it say long closer? Uh, it feels yes, like it but might not be. a goodbye Sky Harbor situation. Okay. It's less than seven minutes. Just when we when we go sixteen bar intro instead of eight, I have a feeling we're gonna take take our time. Yeah, it was a minute before <laughs> the next came in. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> Just really spacing out these lyrics. Sure. I don't dislike it. It's so nice. I feel like I've heard that line, or like I, that that melody line rang about. This is pouring rain. This is paralyzed. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if I tried to listen to this album back in the day. I would be surprised if you didn't. It was very popular. Mm-hmm. Pitchfork told me I had to. Yeah, exactly. I pre-ordered that second "Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah" album. <laughs> anything to say about this song because i just like it <laughs> yeah um, i'm just sitting here listening to this song can you do me a favor yeah can you pull up the genius annotations and tell me if the oh, title means I'm anything <laughs> thank you uh it feels so specific a title that was heather that was not 
I love that lyric when your money's gone and you're drunk as hell. Um, <laughs> Restacks laments love frozen in the ground. When asked about the purpo- purpose of the re in the song title, Vernon responded, it's regarding, like, no fucking shit. <laughs> People use it in letters and emails. Okay, again, we knew that part. (laughs) It's about pointing towards an idea to amplify that. This song is about the stacks. I mean, every song title does that in a way, but I just really wanted to point it out. This song isn't the stacks. It's about the stacks. Okay. The stacks of what? What stacks? I don't know. Aaron. Justin? Aaron Dester? <laughs> you want him to get Justin to tell us the answer? <laughs> to talk to get your boy in line. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This song was featured in uh, House MD. Mm. Just so you know. And the movie Paper Towns. And the movie As Cool As I Am. Okay. I kind of remember Paper Towns. I do too, but I don't know what it is. I never saw it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm of course familiar with the work of House MD. Oh, Paper Towns is uh, well. It's, first of all, it's Cara Delevingne, but it's um. I don't. I don't know who that is. <sighs> is that the young woman on this cover? Yes, but it's uh, was written by John Green, who did uh, The Fall in Our Stars. I own a copy of this for work. <laughs> oh, I've never read it. That's funny. That's why I know that name. John Green. Yeah, the Paper Towns. Oh. I get him a lot on TikTok, and his brother is Hank Green, mm-hmm. and he refers to his his brother as Vertical Video Sensation Hank Green, which I think is very funny. That is very funny. Yeah. You sent me a TikTok from John Green recently. What was he? Oh, he was talking about birds. He was talking about birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was disparaging birds. Heather enjoys <laughs> lightly trolling me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever she encounters... About how birds aren't real. About <laughs> birds not being real. Remember how I also tried to decide that, uh, um, frick, what's the animal in the summer? The bug? Cicadas. The cicadas are real, and the government is making that noise? I remember that take <laughs> less. I do remember. Well, this is a short lived take because it was yeah. revolved around Brood X. I remember Brood X coming up a lot on the show. I was really obsessed we, we with Because I learned their butts fall off. Yeah, I do remember you liking that fact yeah it's crazy they have a disease that goes throughout the not all cicadas butts fall off just some of their butts um, fall off not all cicadas yeah. <laughs> yeah only some of their butts fall off hashtag not all cicadas yeah because they get a sickness the butt falling off disease yeah, their butts go down with the sickness uh-huh it's true yep. <laughs> it's a true statement it's true prove me wrong oh god but they're still alive when their butts fall off just so you know what a way to go <laughs> turn around see your butt i think for emma was my favorite and not this one for the record <laughs> <laughs> oh no this is john green's fault yeah yeah this one is a little samey i bet if yeah. i were hearing the lyrics i might like it more maybe but that's not what we're here to do no no some song's almost over though we're here to run our mouths and if we just sat here and listened to the lyrics, you this would be that. called listening to an album. Yeah. <laughs> Silently with two other people that you don't know are there. Wait, is he going to put the guitar down and walk away and hit stop? I don't know, but there's 30 more seconds.
Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> what a what a classic trope. <laughs> Why do I like it okay on a vinyl record, but it feels wasteful and digital? Does that make sense? No, it does. I understand. <laughs> it feels wasteful and digital. Yeah. Oh, it's using up all those megabytes. Oh my! I could be using that KB for something <laughs> else. <laughs> but it's because vinyl. It's the physical, like, you feel like you're there. Like, it's so much, you feel like you're in the room with them. I think it's also because I'm about to hear the, the record go click, click. Yeah. It feels like part of it. Yeah, I agree. But it does, this being such a short record, it feels a little like padding Filler, baby. Yeah. yeah. Also, although that song was six minutes and 41 seconds, it didn't need to be longer. Right. That's true. <laughs> um yeah so that was for emma finish it forever ago yes um what do you think ramsey on the whole i liked it and i do want to hear how this sound evolves i did say i was gonna play that you did say that um and you're a woman of your word I just want you to hear his voice in it like this isn't just a trap to play taylor swift i think it's kind of crazy actually um I was on the same island that Taylor Swift was on. Yeah, you were. Um, okay, here. We don't have to listen to the whole song because it's kind of a long song, but... I was on the same island that Jack Antonov was on. Uh-huh. And Lana Del Rey. Yep. And Cara Delevingne. And Channing Tatum. Uh, and Zoe Kravitz. Yep. I did think earlier, I want to know if the members of Fun were there. That's that's him? Yes. Isn't that crazy? He's a couple steps away from Tom Waits. It's crazy, right? Yes. Wow, he's got quite a range. Yeah. I'm impressed. Uh huh. I can see this being disconcerting if you were expecting a certain thing. Yeah. Oh, this is the Bony Bear guy? Yeah. Oh, when's the Bony Bear guy coming on? And you're just like, yikes. Yeah. Scary. I think I've seen this film before. Now I love oh, yeah, it. I have heard this song. It's also weird that. Where's Taylor Swift on this Taylor Swift song? That is a point of contention with fans. Let Taylor Swing sing first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that makes sense. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't start in the middle. Huh. Don't worry, she's coming. I'm sure she is. It would be funny if she never showed up. <laughs> That's okay. The, the song with Lana Del Rey doesn't have very much Lana Del Rey. I've heard. They released the more Lana Del Rey version. I've heard. <laughs> uh-huh. I have not listened to either. That's not my favorite. I can see you stay. I want to skip ahead so I can get to the part where I was trying to describe earlier. Oh, wow, I did it perfectly. Good job. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's... I don't recognize him here. Yeah, right? That's nice. I like the harmony there. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I didn't do it perfect. I think it's coming. Oh, there it is. He's going, I gave so many signs. Er... Er, you didn't even give a sign. I gave so many signs. I never learned to read your mind. You never learned to read my mind. Yeah. I put your photo away. What was that? Kid Rock song? But you see what I mean? Their voices are so different. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's a good song. What was Anyways. that one called? Exile. Exile. Uh, Bon Iver. 
Bon Iver. Good job. Good job, buddy. I'm sorry. Sorry uh, you got, you had a bad time, but you got <laughs> some good art out of it. I think it's probably okay now. Yeah. He's a long time ago. Oh, just in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I Did you, so you have listened to the following Bon Iver album. Turns out. Um, <laughs> turns out, yes. And was that one just, didn't knock your socks off so you stuck with the first one? I think so. I think also though this album, especially for people of my age, like I think younger people like other Bon Iver albums mm. maybe more, but this album and like when it came out is so yeah. quintessential, like required listening. Right. Um, so yeah, that's part of it. As a lay person, I can see a connection between this and your favorite earlier band, Counting Crows. Yeah, fair. Do you is is that true for you as well, or does nope? It... Can't see it, but I believe it. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, it's no, it's funny. I would have never made that connection, but I I like it. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for this. This was a good one, and I feel ready for winter. Yeah, my my legs are colder. Yeah. I'm gonna put my shorts in the storage unit. Yep um get out your wool sockies i got my big thick wool sockies mm-hmm. kind of where did i put my blanket is that in the storage unit heather can you check <laughs> next time i go thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> all right good work great uh everyone you can send us your favorite winter albums Ooh. at over at if you're listening.com or your favorite links to all of our socials or fall yeah. tell me what your favorite album of every season just get us ready for a season a new season a new season um heather where can we find you online at heather shea s-h-a-e how about you ramsey uh ramsey e-s-s anywhere great bye bye